Welcome to Grow Your Influence Tree with your host, Leonard Kim. This is the show especially for those that want to be among the top influencers of the world. We'll help you build your brand, tell the most compelling story, build your reputation and grow your audience, and attract the top clients and customers. Listen to the experts. Think like they do, and you'll be on your way. Now, here's Leonard Kim. Hey everyone, Leonard Kim here, and I'm here with my guest Goldie Chan. Uh, Goldie Chan, she used to go to Stanford, and she did all these like interesting things with like pharmaceuticals and like med industry stuff, like, all that stuff in STEM that people like me don't really understand because we're just like, what's going on? But hey, she decided one day that you know what. Maybe I don't really want to get into this STEM field. Maybe I want to do marketing instead. Now she owns her own company. She's just been crushing it on a platform called LinkedIn. And, you know, she's got this interesting hair color to herself right now. I think it's green, right? Is it green? Yep, it's pretty green. Nice. Why don't you take a moment to introduce yourself, Goldie? Hi. So, everyone, thank you uh, for having me, Leonard, first of all. Um, I'm so excited to talk to everybody about LinkedIn. My name is Colby. I have, I know, I have green hair, very green um, hair. And it changes <laughs> and, greens, right? And it changes shades kind of on its own. So it is, my hair is like a plant, basically, at this point. Um, it's like an influence it, tree. It just changes colors every time it wants based on how much <laughs> influence and how much money Goldie's making. Exactly. It's a, it's like a mood ring on my head. <laughs> um, a, a little bit about me. So previously, I was, this year actually, I was working at Legendary, helping them with run all of their digital strategy for their nerd What's brand. Legendary? Very fun. Legendary Entertainment. What's that? Uh, Legendary Entertainment is a studio, film studio, based here in Los Angeles. They most recently put out the last Apes movie, I want to say, War of the Planet of the Apes. I should know this off the top of my oh. head. Um, yeah, so they, they do a lot of really action-y, fun movies like that. Cool. Oh, you yeah. can go on with your bio. <laughs> you can go on with uh, describing no, yourself. Okay. I just wanted to know what that was. <laughs> oh, yeah, totally. So that's uh, Legendary Entertainment. It's funny because Legendary works with a lot of other studios like WB and a lot of other places, so people don't always recognize Legendary. Um, but it exists. <laughs> and cool. on top of that, um, I was helping with a bunch of startup work in New York specifically. So I live in Los Angeles, and for some odd reason, I seem to always do client work in New York, so my sleep schedule is always banana. <laughs> Do you wake um, up at like 5 a.m.? I Today, I very cheerfully actually got up at 6 a.m. to talk Whoa. with my client who's based in Philadelphia. Yeah, actually, I was. he was just like, wow, you're very cheerful. And I was like, it's so wonderful to be working with you. <laughs> <laughs> How do you get up that early? Do you have to take like a shot of coffee? Do you like take a shower at like 4 a.m.? Like what's the secret to waking up that early? So I'm not always so cheerful, but today, for some reason, I just got up and I was like, yeah, the world is amazing. Um, <laughs> let's just get up today. It does help, I think, to as soon as you get up to like do some push-ups, though, or make some coffee as soon as you get up, just so you get your body moving slash get some caffeine into your system. That's usually what I do with my crazy schedule. I also try not to drink coffee or any sort of caffeine stuff 
after 4 p.m. <laughs> so do you not use a snooze button when you wake up? Um, I have a couple of alarms. <laughs> <laughs> so I have like three, two, usually just two alarms set, and that usually gets me up in the morning. Oh, cool. I'm on about three right now. I'm trying to get it down to... No, I'm trying to keep it at three. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's so hard because sometimes your body is just like, I don't like this. Don't make me do this. <laughs> oh, yeah. That's like it all the time. So you're working with clients out in New York. Uh, what else are you doing? I, I think you went to Stanford or some like prestigious school like that. Yes, I went to some prestigious school like that, which is <laughs> the school actually definitely is Stanford. Um, our mascot is a tree, don't ask. Um, <laughs> and I graduated with a degree in biology, and I was doing genetics research while I was there. It was super fun. I spent all day in a lab working with fruit flies. So... Um, and I smelled now basically like fruit flies. fruit flies food. I know. There, I, when, when we talked earlier, I totally called them by their scientific name, which is Drosophila melanogaster. So. And I'm like, what, what is this? Is this like a new dad's? <laughs> <laughs> I had to use a scientific name. I didn't know if you know science. I didn't want to <laughs> dumb it down for you, Leonard. <laughs> uh, I'm like, what is this thing? I'm not going to Google it. I can't figure this out. <laughs> yes, I worked with fruit flies. Um, I had a kind of interesting journey to going towards marketing, which was I actually ran a fashion brand for two years coming right out of college. I came out and I decided, you know what? I don't think I want to do biology. I had a job offer at an HIV lab and decided that I wanted to go and make my own fashion brand. So I did that for a couple of years. I got some interest from a big box store um, try to find a business partner, and then quite honestly had my first really beautiful nervous breakdown. <laughs> Just like Aww. complete, complete disaster. Um, I, tell, I think me more, tell me more, tell me more. At least one. Yeah, let me tell you about my disaster. That has nothing to do with LinkedIn. But um, it, it was so funny because I was sitting around watch, playing Sims, watching HGTV, and eating peanut butter sandwiches and ramen, which is, by the way, when I think back on it, probably kind of a gross combination. Um, until finally, you know, six months in or so, my friends were just, they all rallied and were like, could you please do something with your life? And Wait, <laughs> wait I don't think I know a single person who, watch, who plays Sims, watches HGTV, and eats peanut butter and ramen at the exact same time while doing all this. <laughs> You you can't really play Sims while watching HGTV because these <laughs> directories are separate, but you can certainly fill an entire day doing both. <laughs> <laughs> so I did that. I'm, I'm now, by some of my friends, officially banned from playing Sims, which sucks because I really like to play it, but I'm banned, so I'm no longer allowed to play Sims. Um, and then I got I got my first. I'll buy, I'll buy you some Mark, Legos Marking so you can play job. Sims in real life. Yes, let's do it. Let's go visit Legoland. <laughs> okay. <laughs> so um, yeah, so but now I know how to say make um, a set of outdoor pillows for an <laughs> for a cabana like outdoor patio for two or something like that. <laughs> oh, sounds like what we're going to do this weekend, right? <laughs> 
right? Exactly. Fun times. So oh, that's yay. actually how I got into marketing is, uh, you know, I went and I got a job and, and the job that I happened to get was a really, really grunt level marketing job. And because I was the youngest person on the team, they were like, well, you know the Facebook. Why don't <laughs> you, you know the Facebook? <laughs> They're like, why don't you run the Facebook page for us? Like, why don't you help us with this blog? And then I'm like, okay, I will do Facebooks and the blog. Um, <laughs> the blog. So, <laughs> so I ran, you know, I ran both of them. Uh, their blog actually won an award, which was great. But, um, Oh, because of it you. Was, their blue won an award because of you. Their blue <laughs> won an award because I went in and I actually put content on it, which is the <laughs> the key component that they had been neglecting for to do, which was regular content on a blog, which if anyone who's listening runs a blog, you know that part of making a successful blog is literally just making sure that you're doing regular content. <laughs> regular content. That sounds so hard. How many people are in the room? Oh, wait, I can't ask how many people are in the room because we're not in the same room. <laughs> uh, how many people go out there and make regular content every day? Yeah. See, th- there's no one talking. <laughs> it's so hard. Oh, no. Um, there's, is it, can we hear guests or can we hear yeah. um, other people uh, if they, sometimes? If they, if they theoretically called in, we could hear them, but I don't think anyone called in. <laughs> oh, that's too bad. Um, yes. So, uh, yeah, so blog, regular content, which brings us to what we were going to talk about today, which is LinkedIn. Yay. Oh, LinkedIn. Yay. Yay. So, so let me I tell you I'm... about LinkedIn. <laughs> tell me, please. Link- LinkedIn hates me. So I put up this post. I'm like, oh, let's put up an article. And then I'm like, oh, cool. I got 23 views, but I have 10,000 connections. That's not even 1%. Why am I wasting my time? Then I'm like, okay, let, let me go up and like put up something else. Oh, it got like 12 views. Oh, another article went down the drain. But I'm using these other platforms like, you know, Medium, Quora, uh, my blog, and everything else is like raking in all these numbers, like 500,000, 10,000, 50,000, 200,000 reads. It's off one thing. And here's LinkedIn coming in at a measly little 15. <laughs> And I, I've tried figuring this out, and I've tried doing different things, and I tried some things this week because I finally, finally got this video feature, even though it was promised to me like three weeks ago. I got an email that said, here you go, Leonard, here's your video feature. And I go and check my thing, I'm like, it's not here. Next day, it's not here. Three weeks later, oh, what, what's this little thing peeking out? Oh, I think this is video. But you're the expert at this. Why don't you take it away? Why don't you tell us all about how LinkedIn works, what the secret quirks are, and how to really drive growth on LinkedIn. Absolutely. So first of all, Leonard, as your friend, I think you're doing a great job and you just need to keep hustling at it. So that's number one. But number two, to jump right into LinkedIn and content and and making content on LinkedIn, I was lucky enough to be one of the, not even first people, I think I was really in the second round of creators on LinkedIn video to have access to it. I like to always break things when I have beta access. <laughs> so I like breaking the, things too. Breaking things is fun. So yeah, when I saw as long the as they're feature, not hard. it's not, it's actually not that hard to break things either, sadly. <laughs> 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 when I saw the feature, they had, they, 
and you saw this, I'm sure, in the email that's like, now you have this feature. They have examples of, you know, here's how to use this feature. And I saw those examples, and I was like, great, I want to do something not at all these examples. I want to do something very random and exclusive right now to LinkedIn, which is I do these uh, these stories that are essentially on the history of something that people have a fandom over or have an interest over. So I did one on, you know, street posters, on Harry Potter. I actually oh, did, was you, did at, you do one on the history of Voldemort? No, I should do one on the history of Voldemort. That's really Wait, awesome. we can't say <laughs> his name, but we both did. <laughs> What's going to happen to us? <laughs> well, I'm Slytherin, so I'm fine. <laughs> oh, okay, cool. I don't even know what I am. You should really test into the houses on Pottermore.com. <laughs> Pottermore.com? Yep, do it. And then you can say that. P-O-T-T-E-R-M-O-R-E dot com. Okay, go on. I'm going to take this quiz while you're going. Okay, so while I'm talking, please take the quiz and tell me what you are afterwards. But I've been doing this series and um, really actually on pretty much anything that people love. I was actually at LinkedIn San Francisco talking with my friend Warren, who's um, the designer of the LinkedIn feed. And we did... Instead of, you know, a video on design or a video on LinkedIn itself, we did a video on chicken because because he loves chicken. Like, he loves protein and eating healthy. And, and last year for his birthday, I'm going to call him out for this, um, his coworkers got him a rotisserie chicken as a birthday Ooh. cake and just put candles in it. <laughs> I don't know if I'd be, like, happy with that or if I'd be sad, but I'm like, oh, responsibilities. Next time you have to take me to the ice cream place. I'm going to go to the ice cream. You forgot how important and cool you were, so I'm just reminding you as your friend how important (laughs) and cool you are. I've been doing... (laughs) doing You're like Leonard, you do everything. I'm like, I do nothing. (laughs) Yes, yes, you do things. Um, Yeah, so I've been doing this video series on uh, like really the history of different fandoms and very random things. Uh, that I like, like the history of suburbs. And it's been really fun because I've had a ton of people randomly reach out to me, um, randomly requesting my expertise in, you know, videos either on LinkedIn or off LinkedIn. Um, How to talk to the younger demographic is something I'm asked really often. But in terms of things that you guys can do right now to really get your LinkedIn up and running, one of the other things that I've been doing on the side, and my friend says <laughs> that I should just change my profile to this as a header, which is mother of seven LinkedIn pods. <laughs> so, 
So for all the Game of Thrones nerds out there, number one, you should watch my Game of Thrones videos I did because I show you my entire private collection of Game of Thrones Funko Pops, um, which are amazing, uh, and a map of Westeros and Essos. But, uh, yes, mother of <laughs> LinkedIn Pops, I run currently seven, oh, probably soon be running close to eight or nine LinkedIn Pods. Um, so what's a LinkedIn pod? I don't think people here know what a LinkedIn pod is. I mean, sure. is a pod like your little friend that you keep in your pocket <laughs> and it's like a little Tamagotchi that goes, hi, feed me, I'm hungry. It actually is it something else? is that. <laughs> it is completely a friend that you feed with content. So what you do is, and anybody can do this, you get together a group of people that you know who are active on LinkedIn. So you need to have a profile on LinkedIn. They need to be able to and willing to like and comment on posts. And you kind of gather together your friends and then you drop, whenever you post something, you drop it into your pod and you're like, hey, friends, I just made a post. Like, please go like it or comment on it if you find it interesting. And this super drives up engagement and interaction and it makes sure that you get the most crucial thing, which is in the first 20 to 25 minutes, you want to get at least a couple of comments and at least a couple of likes. This will drive interaction for that particular post through the roof. It will also serve it to other people's feeds. And what I mean by that is it will show up in whoever commented on it. It'll show up in their feed as well. So you're really expanding the reach of that particular post. So it's, it's something, and it's free, and you can do it yourself. You don't need me to do it. You don't need Leonard to do it. <laughs> you can just get together a group of friends and do it on your own. Um, but it's, it's one of those things that I found has been super useful. Also, just so I know what my friends are posting, because things sometimes get drowned in the feed a little bit. Um, so it's really nice to see when my friends are posting about their achievements and successes or really random, very random things that they work on. <laughs> Cool. So I took this quiz right now, and I found out that I'm a Gryffindor. So I think we're going to be posting that soon. We're about to hit a commercial break. You can find Goldie Chan online at, at Goldie Chan. You can find me online at Mr. Leonard Kim. And we'll see you after this commercial break. sure to friend us on Facebook. You can do it right now. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America or search for us at keyword Voice America. Life is complicated and sometimes we all need a little help but don't have the time for a full hour long session or don't know who to turn to. That's where BetterHelp comes into play. With BetterHelp, I can get matched with one of over 2,500 licensed and approved counselors and therapists and get help anytime, anywhere, totally private. For a flat weekly fee starting at $35, I can connect with my counselor via text, chat, video conference, or phone, which is great for me because I'm always on the go. And I can go back to previous sessions whenever I want through my secure account from anywhere in the world. It's a great feeling to know that help is there, affordable, private, and convenient to my schedule. We all can use a little help. Help. Visit BetterHelp.com forward slash VA Health and register for free. You can try it for seven days without being charged on your credit card and get matched with a licensed counselor usually within 24 hours. Get BetterHelp today at BetterHelp.com forward slash VA Health. 
Want to improve your health, business, and life just by listening to a radio show? Well, we can at least move you in the right direction. Listen for Spotlight, the Allison H. Larson Show. Each week, Allison will speak with amazing guests and find out what's changed their lives and how they are changing the lives of others. From beauty to health to business and personal relationships, we're here to inspire you to live your life of passion. Listen every Tuesday at 10 a.m. Pacific Time, 1 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Hear the stories. Be motivated. Be inspired. Join us today. Voice America Influencers. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hi, everyone. Leonard Kim back here with Goldie Chan. If you want to call in, Hello. there's a number that was repeated a few times. That I can't remember. But you can always call in there and ask us questions. But, hey, we're back here with Goldie. And I took this test that, um, oh, what we were talking about beforehand were LinkedIn pods. We got a little bit over into the uh, Game of Thrones area, wobbled a little bit. And then we ended up in um, Gryffindor and Slytherin land. And I took a little quiz. It said that I'm a Gryffindor. And... Goldie here, she's a Slytherin, and she thinks we'll never get along, but I, I don't think that's true. No, I think it's absolutely true. <laughs> you don't think we're ever going to get along? Well, I think that we'll get along because we, we just have to. I mean, we're in, the, we're in different houses, but still, you know, in the greater scheme of things, we're at least both wizards, so I guess it's okay. <laughs> I never even knew I was a wizard until I was forced to take this quiz right now. <laughs> yeah, now you know you're a wizard, Ari. <laughs> oh, cool. I'm a wizard, Ari. So I can make you do special things. <laughs> yep, you can, you can magic up some of that ice cream from the Museum of Ice Cream without even waiting in line to get a ticket. Oh, yeah. Like, this is so, uh, this is like the saddest thing ever. Like, Goldie was like, oh, I went to the ice cream museum. And I'm like, what? You went to the ice cream museum? Where was my invite? And she's like, you're too busy doing other things. So I was like, hey, Goldie, if I hung, if I was like, hey, I got a Finding Nemo and I'm holding it right now and I'm going to give it to you, it doesn't matter what you're doing. Are you going to come out and like get the Nemo? And she said, what did you say? I said, duh. <laughs> so, see, exactly. So I don't know why she didn't invite me. It's like the most selfish thing I've ever seen anyone ever do. Oh, yeah, she's Slytherin. That I makes sense. <laughs> yeah, yep, you're welcome. Well, don't worry, Leonard. There are other opportunities for eating ice cream in the future. All the ice okay. cream in the world still exists. Did you eat the charcoal ice cream yet? I haven't. Let's go do it. Let's go eat charcoal okay. ice cream. Let's do it on Sunday. <laughs> All right. Do I have your commitment for Sunday? Wait, Sunday? I can't believe you're making me commit uh, to to eating charcoal ice cream live on the air, Leonard. This is a truly Slytherin thing you're doing right now. <laughs> maybe, maybe I'm a Slytherin and not a Gryffindor. <laughs> maybe. Yeah, let's do it. Let's go eat ice cream on Sunday. I'll make you do one of my LinkedIn videos because I need to do okay. one. 
And we're going to post That'll the picture so everyone can see it, and we can have proof that we actually went out there and we got charcoal <laughs> ice cream based off yes. this radio show right here. This radio That's show right safe. here is making dates happen in real time. <laughs> <laughs> it's making magic happen. Look at that. Um, exactly. Yes. Yes. Uh, but we will totally go get charcoal ice cream on Sunday. Let's do it. We should. I haven't gone. I haven't gone, and it's very Instagrammable. And if there's something that LA people love more than life itself, it's Instagrammable anything. <laughs> uh, I just love ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> so let's go back to LinkedIn. You talked about comment pods, which are like little groups of like Tamagotchis who get together and go, "I'm hungry, I'm hungry, I'm hungry." Then Wait, you share each other's is- posts and you start feeding them by making comments on there. But what other ways are there to really go and maximize that LinkedIn growth? So. There's comment pods, that's one of them, which is one of the strongest and underutilized ways to do it. Now, the other thing that you can do to grow your uh, LinkedIn, which is a little bit of a hidden secret, is on everybody's LinkedIn profile page, you can endorse people for different skill sets. So you can actually go in and say, for example, my friend Christina is a designer, so I can be like, great, Christina is amazing at graphic design, and I can endorse her for graphic design, for Photoshop, for all these different things. And when you endorse, Have you endorse somebody, me yet? No. And when you nope. endorse, <laughs> when you endorse somebody, that's not Larry Kim. Um, then when you endorse somebody, you can then get uh, they get a notification. So my friend Christina will get a notification, or if she's not my friend, my acquaintance, my work buddy. Christina will get a notification that I endorsed her for several things, and then she'll get that in her inbox. It's a really great way to get on somebody's radar who say your connection, but you haven't necessarily talked to or interacted with, so they'll kind of see you, and that'll increase engagement. So that's a really good way just to get on somebody's radar in a pretty low-key way if you don't feel comfortable with messaging people. I have to say this. So when you send a connection request on LinkedIn, I wrote about this actually in a post and got a lot of high fives, but if you (laughs) send a connection request on LinkedIn, please, please, please send a note because a lot of people, and I'm positive Leonard's inbox is insane, um, have about a bajillion message or connection requests in it. So in order to stand out from the crowd, it's super helpful to to just include any kind of note that's like, hey, Leonard, I heard you on your amazing podcast, and I really want to connect because you're doing such cool things. Like, it's really important to write a note that's very personalized for that particular person. It's also helpful to not make the first note you send in case you want to sell that person on something. shouldn't be a sales request. It shouldn't be um, a hard sell. Now, if you're requesting 10 minutes of their time, that's different. But if you're straight up like, here, buy my blah, 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 it costs $300, $3,000, whatever it is, people are a lot less likely to not only accept your request, but a lot less likely to respond to you, too. So I would strongly advise against that. Should I read read you a few messages that I received? And you can read them 1 to 10? Sure. Greetings, my friend. Happy face. It's been a while, dot, dot, dot. You may remember me from the Quora days. Happy face. I saw your TED video and I felt I should say, hey, happy face. Great work. Exclamation mark times X, times five. 
Okay, so it depends on the personality type of the person they're sending that to you. Now, if they're sending it to somebody as cheerful and as outgoing as Leonard, then that is a, that might be actually a really high-ranking thing. That might be a six or a seven. Now, if you are sending that message to somebody who's actually quite formal, that you aren't actually friends with, I'll throw that out there, that message is much closer to a three or four because it is Facebook as friendly as it is, is still not, or LinkedIn, as friendly as it is, is still not Facebook. So it's important to know that this is still a professional network. So putting in more than one smiley face, more than a couple of exclamation marks can feel very childish and can feel kind of unprofessional, unless, once again, you're actually friends, in which case, throw these notes out the window because that's maybe already how you talk anyway. Cool. Okay, next one. Hello, Leonard, space, exclamation mark. Great to connect. I am just putting in a concerted concerted effort. Concentrated effort. Oh, concerted effort. He says concerted. We're sticking with that. I'm just putting in a concerted effort to get to know some of my connections on here a bit better. Personally, I believe that the whole purpose of having an online network is being able to reach out and create synergy whenever possible. Great profile page, BTW, exclamation mark. Did you grow up in the area by any chance? Um, just because synergy is one of my least favorite words, incredibly <laughs> <because laughs> douchey, I'm going to rate this one a five. Now, it's, it's better than the last one in that it is very professional. However, it is quite clearly a form letter. So despite the fact that he asked you at one point, did you grow up in the area, it just feels like, he probably sent the exact same note to at least, or she sent the exact same note to at least 10 other people, probably more, um, asking for the same synergy. <laughs> cool. Okay, next one. Hi, Leonard. I like to connect. I watched your video about fear after this person tagged it with a comment. I have setbacks in my life, and fear was part of my journey. Usually it pushed me forward in life. Why? One of my favorite quotes say, uh, the fears we don't face becomes our limits. Have a great day. That one, <laughs> that one is really truly half and half. What I like is the first part of that. So I will give it a seven because I'm a touchy-feely person. So I really like that it was really about their personal connection with Leonard as a brand, right? As Leonard as this, like, a speaking person, as, uh, as uh, somebody who produces this kind of really meaningful content. So th- in that way, it is a really good note because it's like, hey, you really touched me emotionally with your content, and, I, and it was wonderful. So I want to connect with you because of that. Now, the second half of that <laughs> LinkedIn message is where it kind of goes a little bit off the rails. So if you send somebody a message that's, that's like that, that's like, hey, this is really meaningful to me, it's always good to just end that message still with some sort of call to action. So if it's like, hey, because this meant so much to me, I would love it if we could connect. Or, hey, because this meant so much to me, I would love it actually if we could jump on the phone for five to ten minutes and talk about whatever it is. Oh, no, no, Um, no, 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 (laughs) no. And I know Leonard hates that. Uh, but it would be best, honestly, to end it with the first thing that I said because that is pretty safe across the board because nobody's going to be like, wow, you sent me a really heartfelt message and you want to connect? That feels very easy. So I will connect with you. Um, 
for people who like to talk more, uh, the, you know, they'll be willing to grant something like five or 10 minutes on the phone or, you know, start a conversation. But it's always nice to for tell For those people stories. who are less busy. <laughs> yes. Yes, Leonard is very busy. But, um, yeah, it, for those people who are just really, really busy, you don't want to really request that of them. And I know I have friends who are, make amazing sales funnels, a.k.a. ways to drive sales. And they would totally hate me for saying that because <laughs> because it's all about, like, ask for five to ten minutes of somebody's time so you can get your foot in the door. But I think there's something nice about slow and steady, about being like, hey, first ask for the connection. Great, now that you have the connection, follow up with something useful or interesting for that person. So once again, everything tailored for the person that you are trying to talk more with or develop a relationship with. Um, or try to um, get into your sales funnel or your business. So I think it's really important to make sure that you are not just me, 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 me. But, um, but if you have a meaningful story like that, I think it's really great to share. Okay, next one. Hi, thanks so yeah. much for connecting with me on Twitter. My number one Amazon bestseller, I Don't Work Fridays, gives proven advice on how to scale a business so you can create a business that works for you instead of working for a business that owns you. It'd be good to keep in, keep LinkedIn. <laughs> so that is, I just have an, a deep distaste for, for form letters. But I will say this. A form letter is better than no message at all, right? A form letter is still better than just sending a connection request without saying anything. But in terms of trying, because we should all try harder, <laughs> when I'm looking at who I accept uh, in, in my messages inbox, when I get messages that were clearly tailored to me that um, or show that their value in a way that's useful to me, then I'm much more likely to accept that request or if I know them in real life. But if it is a form letter that feels like, hey, buy my product, I'm a lot less likely to accept that, uh, accept that connection request because I know as soon as I'm going to accept them, they're just going to send me more sales requests. So it's just going to become spam in my inbox. Okay, how about this one? Hello, Mr. Leonard Kim. How are you? I think of you often. You probably don't remember, but you told me to get off of Blogspot and buy my own space. So every now and then when I sign in, uh, <laughs> sign in my website, I, I think of such great advice from Leonard. It feels good to know no one can take away my blog. <laughs> wow. So number one, you should go on a date with her or him. Um, <laughs> 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 Uh, that's my advice for you, <laughs> This is from LinkedIn. I thought you don't date people from LinkedIn. <laughs> I that that to me completely sounds like that person is trying to date you. That's the other thing to avoid, right? <laughs> Unless because people will find this creepy throwing it out there, and you know a lot of women actually post about this on LinkedIn how how you know men hit on them on LinkedIn. But you don't want your LinkedIn request to sound like, hi, I've been thinking about you, just sliding into your DMs, like, <laughs> here's a snap of me, like, you don't want your LinkedIn request to sound like mildly hitting on that person, because you'd also just nice. like tone, uh, <laughs> yeah, 
see, but then you never know, right? Like you thought it was nice. I think it it sounds hilariously like they are, you know. It, I will give it. Okay, if you want to hit on someone, make sure it's a guy. <laughs> yeah, that that was great because it was not a form letter. It was clearly intended for you. <laughs> it was clearly written for you. Um, and make and, sure your and, guy hits on another guy. <laughs> <laughs> hey, and who knows? Maybe. He wants to be more than just bros. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so, next one. <laughs> wait, we're not even discussing this. So, okay, go when, on. Leonard, when Leonard goes on the date with this guy, we can say that it all happened because of this one podcast on LinkedIn. <laughs> look, look, we got two dates here, one with you and one with this guy who's sending me a message about I, how much I'm going to cancel this. mine because I'm not going to get in the way of this. Because, I mean, you helped him with his blog. That's, that's like, real, like... <laughs> <laughs> There's nothing that's more real than ice cream. <laughs> <laughs> All right, next one. Let's do it. Okay. Hello, I am the president of the social media club at this university. We're looking for sophisticated individuals that can speak at our club meeting this semester, either in person or video conference. I see that you're a social media expert, and we would love to hear from you. Okay, so I will give them that they are young, so <laughs> I forgive them for their sins in that way. Um, once again, it's a form letter. It's so clearly a form letter. The only thing that they needed to do to make it less of a form letter it, in a way that I think would be helpful for you to actually consider speaking to them would be like, hey, and start off with one of your videos, like your video on here that you did. So be like, hey, Leonard, hey, Mr. Leonard Kip, um, I saw your amazing <laughs> TEDx talk on here and it really uh, it really was moving and you know I'm part of this club and it would be wonderful if you could come speak at it because right now it feels very generic. It feels like they're asking anyone who works in social media remotely to go speak at their um, at their conference or their club meeting or whatever it is and I think that if they had tailored it to you and really pulled out a piece of content that meant something to you and that related also to what uh, the conference is about, it would make more sense that they're reaching out to you. Because right now, it is clearly a generic outreach effort, and it would be much better if it was more tailor-made. Cool. Well, thank you for all the advice. We're going to go to a commercial break. This is Goldie Chan. You can find her at Goldie Chan, and you can find me at Mr. Leonard Kim. And we'll be right back after this commercial break. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. 
My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Change starts here. Change starts now. Join us, the Voice America Influencers Channel. This is Grow Your Influence Tree. To reach Leonard Kim or his guest, call into the program at 1-866-472-5795. That's 1-866-472-5795. Or drop a line by email to hello at leonardkim.com. Now, back to Grow Your Influence Tree. Hey, everyone. Leonard Kim here, back with Goldie Chan, the queen of LinkedIn with green hair, or the green queen with LinkedIn. I don't know how it goes, but beforehand, what we were talking about was LinkedIn messages, and um, Goldie here is trying to get me to go on a date with this guy who I told to go out there and get his own blog. But now that we're back, um, Goldie, do you think I should share my one and only message that I sent on LinkedIn this year? Do you want to rate mine? Yes. I absolutely okay. want to rate your one message. Let her go, please. <laughs> because I never send messages. Okay, so do you know who Keith Frog is? This is what happens when you're the popular kid, by the way, guys. You don't have to send messages. You only receive them. <laughs> <laughs> do you know who Keith Frog is? He wrote a book called Never Eat Alone, another one called Who's Got Your Back, two times New York Times bestseller. Uh, at 28, he was a CMO of Deloitte, the youngest CMO in history of a Fortune 500 company. Now, I, so this is what I sent him. I'm like, hey, Keith, it's been a while since we chatted. Hope things are going well for you. We met at your dinner party around two years ago, back when Donnie tossed an event at your house that was sponsored by Microsoft. You had us go to different tables, talk about what we needed help with, and all that fun stuff. That's when I met Ryan Fullen, and I realized that we could help each other, so we began talking. He went from client to business partner, and as of today, I was able to help him generate over 200,000 social media followers, get national press coverage, and get verified on all social media platforms. Kind of neat, since he only started with 200 Twitter followers. Now we have an online course and we're doing agency work where we're helping people build their brands for six figures a year. It's pretty cool. If you've Googled our name and yours, you've probably seen your name appear in publications like Fortune, Inc., Influensive, and more. Not, not too long ago, a few publishing houses reached out to us and asked if we were uh, writing a book. And some literary, literary agents approached us as well. We're hiring this guy who's going to help put our proposal together. We're flying him out here for a day of discovery, and we're looking for a location to meet with him where we can film the content and repurpose it once the book launches. Whenever anyone asks how we met, Ryan and I constantly refer to the event at your home as the star of our success. Talk about a great case study for you and your brand. Now, with hiring this uh, guy, what we'll do is we're going to be uh, engaging with another campaign to launch ourselves into becoming a New York Times bestseller. It'd be great to keep your brand integrated with ours. So how can we do this? Our ghostwriter, he's going to be in town on the 16th. Instead of filming at a random Airbnb, it would be great if we could use your house and integrate you back into the story, into the next phase of our career. 
<clears throat> then there's also the foreword of the book, too, which we feel would be an honor for you to write, since you're the one who connected us together. Considering we met because of you and your house, uh, we feel this would be a great place to have our brands once again intertwine with each other. So number one, after I say what I think about that message, you should say what happened afterwards, which is amazing. But here's my feedback of that message. Say I didn't know what actually happened <laughs> after you sent that message, which I do. Um, I, it's a little long. That would be the one criticism. But I really, really like it because it not only has social proof, so you actually met this guy before, you met Keith before, um, and you met him in person, and you're not, uh, this is not like a cold random message. Um, you actually know what he does for a living. Great, you Googled. People always forget to just Google other people. <laughs> um, you offered something. So you gave a call to action. You weren't just like, hey, remember we met at this one thing, and like, okay, bye. <laughs> you're like, hey, we met at this random thing, and like, oh, and by the way, and you said it in a really great way that doesn't feel very pushy. You're not like, by the way, can you buy $30,000 of whatever we sell? You're like, oh, by the way, here's just what we've been doing. You know, here's this like interesting stuff that we've been doing. And then you ended it with a great call to action. You're like, hey, how about we do this thing? So it's very clear that you not only knew, one, you knew him in person. Two, here's an update on like what you're doing. And it shows how it matches up with the books that he writes and the content that he creates. And then three, you're like, hey, is it possible if we could do this thing? And it makes it easier so that he could, at the very minimum, because he's met you in real life, respond back with, like, you know what? It's not really my Jimity Jam, but, like, it would be great if, you know, we could just keep in touch. So it would be really easy for him to actually say no to that request, but you guys could still be friendly. So it's it's actually really well-structured for an outreach email, especially our LinkedIn message, especially one where you already know the person. So kudos. And then because it was so well-structured, what happened, Leonard? Wait, you didn't rate it. You're <laughs> supposed to give a number. Uh, I'm going to give it an eight. An eight? Cool. Yay. So he said, text me. So I texted him. Then he called me <laughs> and said, yeah, come over. <laughs> So we're, we're going over to Saturday. We're going to film at his house. He's got this beautiful house over the, in the Hollywood Hills, overlooking the entire city. Not my house, his house. It looks amazing. But, hey, I get to hang out there, so that's pretty cool. That is so amazing. I'm so proud of you. Yay, Leonard. <laughs> yeah, yay. Like, it's so funny because you write, if you think about it, right, you wrote this, like, really well thought out message on LinkedIn. It's, like, three paragraphs, four paragraphs. And then he just wrote back, text me. Um, but that's all you needed. So you just wanted to actually get the action. And that's why it's so important that when you send a commission request on LinkedIn, that you, you ask for something. Either you ask to be connected to that person or you ask for a bit of their time if it makes sense. And I mean a bit. So please don't ask people on LinkedIn, especially the ones you don't know, people out there listening to this, for an hour of somebody's time for free. Please just don't. It is bad practice. Um, I asked you for an hour of your time for free. You, you did gave ask it to me, me for an hour of, I know, I know. Must be that charm. <laughs> oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. 
I'm, I'm holding that. a mirror right now, just looking at myself. Certainly not, Look at that child. Not just that kidding. Gryffindor <laughs> side because Gryffindor <laughs> is terrible. Must be no. some other thing. <laughs> um, yes, but uh, I think it's really good when you're reaching out on LinkedIn to, if you're going to ask for somebody's time, ask for no more than 15 minutes of their time because people are really busy. And once again, LinkedIn is not a dating network. LinkedIn is a professional network. So if you're asking somebody for 15 minutes of their time, that's 15 minutes of whatever hourly rate they charge that they're going to give you for free. So if it's helpful, I think, think of it like that. That's not to say that, you know, you can't develop friendships off LinkedIn or you can't bring your friends onto LinkedIn to help amplify your content either, which is another thing to point out, which is if you know other people who say are in your industry and it would be beneficial for everybody to amplify their message, it's a good idea to actually bring them onto LinkedIn, maybe show them how to do it a little bit, and then for everybody to start adding in their own networks because five people's networks, even if one person has 50 contacts, that's maybe 50 contacts that you don't have in your network. So that's always how I think about networking, <laughs> which is I think of it more like computers as opposed to people. You, The more computers you add to your network, the bigger the network is. So the more connections you add on LinkedIn, the more people they're connected to. So you're uh, expanding your network meaningfully if you're kind of carefully choosing who you add to your network. Cool. So we got over networking tips. We got over comment pods. We touched a little bit on videos. Uh, is there anything we're missing? Oh, we got into endorsements. What else do we have to cover? I will give you a real-life case study that happened this week. Are you ready? Okay, perfect. <laughs> right? So uh, my my friend, Christina Liu, she actually works uh, for Beyonce. She works at Parkwood. She is an amazing designer and creative. And um, one of her side projects that she worked on is this thing called, it's so funny we talked about Tomogachi. It's called Tabgachi. <laughs> Tabagachi. she's she's yeah. really, like, tuned in to me. It's, uh, <laughs> you should download it because I think you love it. But it is... Uh, it is a app that was also developed in conjunction with Breather, which is an amazing uh, startup that lets you rent spaces. But anyways, Tabagachi. For 10 times more than the Airbnb costs. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> but uh, Tabagachi is really adorable and literally looks like a Tomogachi. Um, very 2D. And it, it shames you into having fewer browser tabs but with its cuteness. It like cute shames you into having fewer tabs. So this actually, this project got released maybe two weeks ago on Product Hunt, and it saw maybe one small blog write about it. So Christina is in one of my comment pods, um, plus I've been promoting her content in general on LinkedIn, and what she saw is before doing this, when she would post on LinkedIn, she would get like one or two likes for every post. Um, and then after she got into this comment pod that I added her into for LinkedIn, this one Tabagachi cute design thing got into Gizmodo, it got into New York Magazine, it got into NextWeb, it got Mashable, and then I don't... I didn't understand that this was a big deal because I recognize all those other things. <laughs> but 
it also got to Swiss Miss, which is apparently like this huge, really cool designer blog that's like very specific for her industry. Um, and because it got picked up by Swiss Miss, then all these other publications also kind of jumped on, in on it because it was seen as really, really cool. And then on Product Hunt, suddenly it got bumped up higher, which usually doesn't happen on Product Hunt. Usually people launch and then that day of either does well or not. So this traffic actually caused their product hunt to also go up. So it just had this really amazing cascading effect of it's getting picked up all over the place. It's getting written up. It's still getting written up. It got featured in, I want to say, Life Hacker in Russia and Japan. <laughs> so, and, she, and then she was like, Goldie, why is this not getting picked up in Life Hacker US? And I'm like, I can't help you with that. <laughs> <laughs> but, You're like, um, why did it even get picked up in the first place? <laughs> I know. No, it's, well, I know why, because it's absolutely adorable, and it will help you with your tab usage. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's so great. And that's because she had posted it, literally just one post on LinkedIn, um, and I worked with her to kind of get make sure that it got comments and it got likes and it got shares. But, um, but because of that one post, and nothing we do was paid, we, there's no money behind it because... LinkedIn, you know, for better or for worse, it's not always so easy to put spend behind posts on LinkedIn. Um, those are all organic, and it just magically happened. And you know, she she suddenly saw this huge spike. She had people reaching out to her, asking her opinion, asking her to work with them. So I just can't emphasize enough how awesome it is when you are active on LinkedIn and you're putting out the right content and you're engaging with others. Uh, it could be really, really great for the for getting noticed, um, and then also getting more work if you're a consultant. Well, you're really going to have to show me how to get all this media coverage from LinkedIn. <laughs> well, Leonard, I think the one thing that we can both agree on is that your media coverage is bananas. So I don't, I don't, I don't necessarily know if I need to show you, show you how to get more media coverage in general. But yes, on LinkedIn. That I, <laughs> that uh, I can certainly help on more LinkedIn. with. <laughs> on LinkedIn. <laughs> <laughs> well, um, let's leave that in there. Yeah, but uh, I'm so excited that my friend Papagachi did so well. And it's also, once again, it's just, it's so cute. Um, and people have been sending her screen caps and screenshots of how many tabs they have open too. So it's become this fun game where people are like, look, I have 57 tabs open, and they're really proud of this. <laughs> <laughs> they're like, come and shame me, little ones. Come and shame me. <laughs> and it shames you. It looks sad. It's like, why do you have so many tabs open? Like, why are you doing this to me? And your pet grows when you declutter your, your browser more. So the more you have fewer tabs, the, the happier and healthier it is. Nice. <laughs> so, so, how are like our listeners going to be stuff. able to? Um, how are our listeners going to be able to get in touch with you? So, listeners can get in touch with me by you can go ahead and just tweet me directly at Goldie Chan. You can also reach me at LinkedIn. I'm at linkedin.com slash in slash Goldie. Yes, I took just slash Goldie. <laughs> Um, ooh, and, it's like ooh. a spy name. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Uh, sorry also to all the other Goldies out there. I know some of you have on occasion reached out to me and been upset that I have dominated uh, Goldie and Goldie Chan. But um, 
Sorry. Especially <laughs> <laughs> that one school teacher. I actually feel bad about that. But um, And you can also email me, old school style, at me, M-E, at goldiechan.com. I am always happy to hear uh, requests or emails or randomness as long as it is reasonable and it is not asking for a billion hours of my time. (laughs) Perfect. Well, Leonard Kim here. We're going to be signing off. You can always reach me at Mr. Leonard Kim or visit me at LeonardKim.com. Me and Goldie, we're going to be going out this Sunday. We'll have charcoal ice cream, so we'll have a video for you guys pretty soon. Thank you for making us part of your week. Listen for Grow Your Influence Tree with Leonard Kim every Thursday at 4 p.m. Eastern Time and 1 p.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Influencers Channel. Stand out, stand apart, and become a top influencer. We'll see you here next week.